how's that water going for you? you know? <coughs> Very helpful. <clears throat> you know, can you not have it so close to the equipment over here? I just don't want. Now you're gonna make people nervous. To happen. <laughs> Very far away with the lid on it. Uh, Why don't you, know, you put a lid on it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that, good stuff. Is that good? That was good. Okay. Yeah, is no, that that's a comfortable right distance. You know, that's like, um, what do you say? That's about uh, three feet? Like, well, if it spilled, if it spilled, I could pick up the roadcaster. I would and pick up the microphone. Yes, this is good. We're and game planning phone. now. Yeah. Oh, who cares about your phone? I do. We could get it up, and then we need a third person on water duty with like a bunch of paper towels. Yeah. So I don't know if I'd run into the other room. Some people studying over there. If I screamed loud enough, maybe they would run it. <laughs> Just like flail your hands. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No. Well, as long as I'm standing here holding this, then it's not getting wet, and we just need to dry it up before I set it down. You know. But. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely want to prolong that process as long as possible. Oh, me standing up holding it, <laughs> just like all bent over, <laughs> like trying to hold it. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Justin. I am here with my wonderful, talented, uh, and just ever so wise co-host, <laughs> Eva. Eva, say what's up. Uh, hi. Oh, what's up? Sorry. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate the specificity. <laughs> this is your friends, Justin and Eva. We are delighted to have you. Eva, this is episode four. Yeah, it is. It is. Let's get into it. Alrighty, Eva, as I said, and as I always say, this is episode four. Today's episode is titled, Where Are You Going? This is a beautiful question. I love just bringing in questions that we love to ask people. Um, you know, we talk about why did you come to Moody? How did you come to Moody? Uh, what church do you go to? What's your major? Where are you headed? Where are you putting it all together? Do you know yet? And a lot of us don't, and that's perfectly normal and okay, because guess what? We're in college and we're here to find out. <laughs> um, we're still absolutely figuring it out along the way, like many of you, but as upperclassmen, we do kind of have uh, a little bit of experience in, in the realm, so I want to bounce some stories off each other and uh, kind of talk about just our own journeys of, of how we uh, came to where we are headed now. So, Eva, if you would be so kind, where are you going? Maybe give me like a quick little five-year plan, you know, as uh. the <laughs> as the kids say. And uh, and then more importantly, uh, how did you get to that point? And uh, yeah, tell tell us stuff. <clears throat> Do you need some water first? 
Is it too far away? <laughs> it is a little uncomfortably far away from me right now. It's okay. It's within a hand's reach. Um, yes. Where am I going? I feel like it kind of changes on a day-to-day basis. You know, obviously, so I'm in the pre-counseling slash human services program. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely looking towards... Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Would you like to scoot it closer? Like, you I can would. take another sip of I'm water. I'm having some We can cut to commercial today. break. It'll we don't be have great. any commercials. We had one for D&D. I thought it was lovely. I, not popular enough. I absolutely cut you off and was like, well, this is a good time to go to commercial break. So my friend Reese is the dungeon master. Good times. He just got some free advertising in there. He did, and he deserves it. He's a great guy. Um. Okay, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Florida. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I definitely am going in that direction of going into counseling slash social work. Um Wow, I'm having a hard time tonight. <laughs> Where are you going? I don't what know. <laughs> this is my Am problem. I stressing you out? <laughs> a little bit because I'm realizing as we're doing this podcast, I need to figure out what I'm doing. Well, you only got one year left, Eva. I know. <laughs> That's what's stressing me out. And I feel really warm. <laughs> First of all, it, it's it's hot in this room. It's not okay. just you. Great. But let's just take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> Counseling and social work, all right? Now... Where's my counselor? I know. <laughs> you... Let's, let's hone it in. Let's hone it in. You... Uh, I know your church is going to be a big part of that. I'll mm. just pry and ask you a question. Maybe mm. get this rolling for us. Um... Are you doing counseling and social work things inside your church or mm-hmm. outside is it, or both? What, what mm-hmm. do you see yourself doing after Moody? Yeah, I mean, I've had conversations with my pastor about um, starting up a counseling service for those in our community yeah. um, because the community that my church is located in is pretty impoverished. It's a lot of immigrants and um, just low-income households and so either their insurance won't cover counseling or you know it's not a a basic need so it's not a priority for them Um, so I would really like to make that available to them for free or at a very 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 low cost Um, and so that is something that I want to start building after I graduate but I, I also like I want to go on as far as education. So like you're asking, what's my five-year plan? And truthfully, like something that I've been thinking and praying a lot about is actually getting consecrated post-Moody graduation, which may seem a little controversial because I am a woman. Sure. Um, But it's not because I want to preach. It's because I want to write books. Yeah. And it's because I want to have... A more well-rounded theology, um, and I want to use that in my counseling. So. Yeah. So if I could just stop you real quick, mm-hmm. what is consecrated for those listening? 
It's basically the female version of being ordained. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I We've, totally knew that. I was just asking you to clarify did you? for the list. <laughs> I feel like we've had this conversation before. I forget things. I'm well, sorry. You know. things. Yeah. So, yeah, getting ordained for a woman would be controversial, right? Mm-hmm. What? Why do we have a separate thing called consecration? Is that less controversial? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so basically. But still controversial. <laughs> well, so here's the thing is you get the same exact training as a man would, but you don't have the like authority to preach or like be the head pastor. Okay. So that's the difference. Okay. So it's great value ordained. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a bad joke? Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Like the like the Walmart version? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I see. You didn't know what I yeah. meant and you agreed anyways. Oh. Why couldn't it be like good and gather like Target? Well, because I go to Walmart, oh, you know. Fine. I, fine. I'm from the Midwest. I know, I know. <laughs> the Target's like, Target's great. I love Target. It's just like, it's a little more fancy, you know. It is aesthetically pleasing. Very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. All right. So you want to get consecrated. I do. Or you're thinking about it. I do. Because you want to write books. I do. That's very exciting. I'm really excited. Yeah. So does would that mean more schooling then? I mean, definitely. So it would be at least two years to get consecrated. Okay. But that would be like an online or like self-learning, whatever you call it, process. Self-paced? Um, yes, thank yeah. you. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> 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 Just riding the struggle bus tonight. Yeah. No, I, I have a brother who did self-paced schooling, but I don't think he was getting consecrated. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, you're really chugging the water tonight. <laughs> you're still hot, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so maybe more schooling. We want to get consecrated, we yeah. want to do counseling or social work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think realistically, after graduation. You know, I'm going to have to, I would love to get a job at a nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. kind of just get my, you know, <clears throat> what's that term? Feet in the water? Hands in the water? <laughs> um, well, get your feet wet, but yeah. <laughs> I think I think you're talking about like getting your feet on the ground, like yeah. settling in, sure. start knocking out the debt sure. and get settled in adult life. Like, yeah. Clearly, yeah. I'm so ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> Promise I don't struggle this much all the time. Um, yeah, so I want to get my feet on the ground, mm-hmm. you know, get some field experience, um, work more closely with my church, whether that be doing more at the food pantry or starting that counseling program, mm-hmm. um, just doing more outreach in my church community. As well as getting consecrated and starting that process of writing some books. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, How did you get to that point as a Moody student? Like, 
two years ago? Did you feel the same way? Obviously, like, you may not have connected as many dots. Like, can you draw a line for us? Yeah, I mean, I think I think I've always known that I wanted to be in a helping role. I mean, I've known that ever since I was a kid. And yet that was never really clear. Like, okay, who would I be helping and how would I be helping? Yeah. Um, and that became more clear during my internship when there was like a set purpose where there were very clear needs um, and I was able to tangibly meet them. Um, so that was really helpful, you know, and that helped me realize, okay, I want to do ministry in the urban context. Like I want to help people who are impoverished or who are trauma survivors or mm-hmm. who are immigrants. Um, so my internship was really impactful and clarifying for me but honestly it's you know it's been through feedback from my mentor and my pastors and my family and my friends it's been through prayer and it's still not super clear I just feel like the last two three years at Moody have helped me hone in okay what am I passionate about and why where do I feel God leads me into the most yeah and where do I feel he has gifted me And so it's still like, you know, I have a rough idea of what I want to do, but it's still not clear. Yeah. And (laughs) who knows what will actually happen. Yeah. But yeah, definitely like always knew I was going to be a helper. My internship clarified like what that would look like for me and what context. And then it's still a process of figuring that out. Yeah. What does that realistically look like? You know? Yeah. No, I think that's great. And so you can probably relate to a lot of students here. Um, So you kind of had a general idea of what you wanted to do. You Mm -hmm. just didn't exactly know like the where, the when, the how, Mm -hmm. maybe your church that you had done the internship with. Um, And you've just kind of been growing here, trying Mm -hmm. new things, taking different classes and sort of doing some introspection and examining and growth to sort of sort through maybe what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And you've grown a lot in confidence of different areas, Mm -hmm. but you still have these dots and and boxes that are uncrossed of like, well, I still don't really know, but I have Mm -hmm. gained a little direction and we're kind of just going to see where the next year takes you um, and where post-graduation takes Mm -hmm. you. Uh, And I think a lot of people are in that exact same position. Um, and I, I think it's great to have that as an example because that's not a bad place to be. And I think a lot of times we think it is, we think I don't have it figured out yet. And I guess what, like you're still in your twenties, you could go work with your church for five years after Moody and then discover a completely new thing out of Mm -hmm. left field that you're super passionate about. And like, you could decide to go back to school to get a degree for something else, like, And you'd pursue that and you'd be 30 and then you're 40 and like you're always going to be growing and changing Mm -hmm. and always trying to figure out those boxes. That's kind of, it's nothing you really ever absolutely figure out. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just kind of a process of life. You're always going to be growing and changing and having new passions um, and new things you want to try. Yeah, so that's awesome. I'm excited to see what what happens with that. For me... um, Similar and yet not so similar. Before I came to Moody, I did church production for, gosh, maybe four or five years. Some of them. 
some of the most fun memories and cherished friendships. Like, uh, so we're talking like, this is like big church production. This is like um, event production. So it's pro mm-hmm. presenter, video switcher, camera operator. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of years and it was a lot of fun. And uh, that is is really why I'm a communications major. I knew I wanted to do media of some sort and I wanted to learn more. And then I kind of got here and started trying things and started going to a new church and started growing. And I kind of realized, okay, I don't think this whole media future is inside a church uh, per se, at least for my career. Um, like if we have cameras, great. I'd love to volunteer on Sundays and because mm-hmm. okay. it's fun. But like the church I go to now, like we don't even put lyrics on the screen. So that's like not going to do that for a living <laughs> for that church. Uh, and I actually really love that. You yeah. know, we sing hymns and it's absolutely beautiful. Um, so as a comm student, you know, you really just got to be comfortable trying things. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a class in visual design. I took a class in audio. I took a class in video and I knew I wasn't a photographer. I feel like every single comm student is an amazing photographer <laughs> and it drives me <laughs> nuts because so I am not. And they've all got a beautiful Instagram <laughs> that looks fantastic and I love you, but gosh, you're intimidating. Um, how have you been doing that since you were like 15? Like, right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll get off my soapbox. Um, yeah, so trying new things and being okay, like sucking at something for a while, like the visual design class, like graphic design is not for me, but sure. it was a lot of fun. And I made a lot of really crappy things that like <laughs> I poured my heart into and I enjoyed. And I'm like, I know that doesn't look perfect, <laughs> but I love that so much. I remember some and, of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about it any further. But, you know, you try things and you take classes and, um, you know, eventually as a comm student, you're going to want to get involved with a team. We have Mm -hmm. uh, a video team, a journalism team. Uh, I believe we're getting the the photography team back soon here. But um, it's trying new things, figuring out what you're passionate about, figuring out what you don't like, Mm -hmm. figuring out what you're good at or maybe what you can get better at. Um, and almost through a process of elimination, I, I just kind of radio was left and I was like, I really like this. Mm -hmm. This is fun. Let's see where this goes. And just through building relationships with people in radio, um, going to a conference in Nashville, um, last semester with a couple of guys from XN and the station manager of Moody Radio and his son and. Uh, Danielle, uh, an awesome lady who uh, works for Moody Radio, um, who is actually our, our team advisor for XN. Uh, just getting to know them has, has just built a lot of confidence in radio mm-hmm. as a future. Um, so where I'm going, I guess I should have led with that. <laughs> but this summer I have an internship in radio uh, for Moody Radio, and that is currently looking like the trajectory of my mm-hmm. life. But that's the beautiful thing about this is I don't know. You know, I could, I could take this internship and be like, wow, I really don't think this is the thing. Mm -hmm. Or I could gain a lot of confidence and find a specific department or position that I want to pour into. Yeah. And even beyond the comm major, I feel like that's really the name of the game. Mm -hmm. Trying things, being okay, being bad at them for a while in order to eventually get good at them. And 
if you're a comm major, if I can just say this, if you're a comm major and you're intimidated by your peers and mm-hmm. how everybody's amazing at everything, uh, you're not alone. Uh, <laughs> most people feel exactly that way, especially when they start. And I'm a textbook example. Like you're thinking, wow, that poster for the podcast looks beautiful. Guess what? I didn't take those photos. A mm-hmm. friend of mine did. Like, wow, this audio sounds crisp. First of all, it, it could be certainly better. But <laughs> <laughs> any any um, poor quality in this audio is my fault. Any part of this that sounds actually decent is because I have beautiful friends who are much more talented than I am, and they show me how to do things. <laughs> uh, and that's really what it is. You know, surround yourself with people who are better than you, learn from them, um, and help the next guy. Um, along the way, you'll you'll kind of you you will find your place, and uh, you've got time, so don't stress about it. But for me, radio might be the thing, and that's exciting, and I'm really excited to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me and my story, it was really a process of elimination, you know, mm-hmm. eliminate what you don't want and what you don't want to be and what you don't want to do. And you're going to stumble upon what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so take your time, take classes that interest you, talk to friends in those classes, uh, and just come along for the journey, pray about it, you know, talk to your friends. What are people around you saying, uh, I've been told a thousand times that I have a great voice for radio and <laughs> I've been told that since I was like 15. And so it's just always been in the back of my head. I hate the sound of my own voice. It's mm-hmm. terrible. When I, I edit this, too. when I, you hate the sound of my voice no, too. No, that's my that's voice. quite hurtful. <laughs> when I edit this later, it's just, it's difficult. I'm, I'm getting used to it, but okay. it's okay. A lot of people hate the sound of their own voice. It's a thing. So... Yeah, I mean, that that's me, you know, mm-hmm. process of elimination, <laughs> trying new things and still a little unsure. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm going to do this internship. I got a year left. A lot of things can happen and uh, I'm still growing, still learning a lot about myself. Um, what, what I really love to ask is, even when you answer that question, you told me a lot about yourself. But what I love to just continue to peel back is, okay, if you weren't, doing mm-hmm. social work or counseling. Well, those are kind of two careers, so you kind of put me in a tough spot here. Sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's put you in a tough spot. If you were not doing social work or counseling, let's let's look at the window future five years from now. We're looking at Eva. She's not doing counseling or social work. Just as a pure thought experiment, mm-hmm. what would she be doing? I think, so... Before I went to Moody, I I actually did work at a grocery store in the little floral department. I am aware of this, yeah. Oh, you remembered. Thank you. Yeah, the floral department. Yeah. I forgot what it was called, but do you want to tell the people? Wait, forget what? what, what? Was it just called the floral department? It didn't have a name? No, it was literally just floral. I work in in floral at this weird New York version of Kroger. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's literally all it was. So, but I loved it. Like it was so fun making bouquets and arrangements and then doing flowers for my friends' weddings and like doing boutonnieres and... Getting to watch other people get married. That sounds lovely. What's that term like? Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what about that? <laughs> Single tear falls down my yeah. cheek. 
<laughs> um, <sighs> uh, <laughs> just take a sip of this water. Floral um, department. I think I would you like. I would like to work for an actual florist. Wow. If I was not doing counseling or social work, I would like to actually. Yeah, work with flowers. Yeah. Is that something you um you would do like while going to school? Like a hundred percent. It's so much fun. It's relaxing. You get to meet a ton of people. You get to build relationships. That's really. I like building relationships. Yeah. Maybe you should apply. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's my backup plan. Okay. Yeah. How about yours? Um, you know, I've. I've I've an, I answered this question a couple of days ago, but if if I wasn't in radio, if I wasn't doing something techie or media wise, I feel like I would be a teacher. Mm. Um, Do you know what you would teach? I I have no idea what I would teach. Okay. I um I don't know if I would teach in a high school, mm. in a church, at a university. If I taught at Moody, I'd probably have to go get like a master's degree in something, maybe even more schooling. At least a master's, I think. But I love teaching. I love showing people how to do things and coaching them through it. But also, this is a weird thing that's been recently developing. I'll just tell you, youth pastor. Yes, my My thoughts on youth pastor have changed because and I, I don't mean this to be insulting like let me get this where where I was coming from the culture I was coming from and the church I was coming from it was very normal that a youth pastor looks cool dresses mm-hmm. cool plays a bunch of really fun games mm-hmm. gets the crowd excited and then preaches a message just mm-hmm. like a Sunday service but on a Wednesday night for kids sure. right but the youth pastor was always extroverted. He was always exciting. Um, and that was never me. When I came to Chicago and I started working with Pastor Eric, Pastor Eric is introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's very relational and intentional uh, in many ways like myself. Mm-hmm. And the way that he youth pastors is he builds relationships with the kids mm-hmm. and he's essentially their friend. He just he does life with kids and he goes to their baseball games, he goes to their soccer games, their school plays and he's a part of their life and he's just it's just the coolest thing. Yeah. And instead of preaching, we sit down and he teaches a lesson mm-hmm. and it's a group discussion and that's just a way that I'd never really seen it done before. And it's such a beautiful, wholesome, intentional way and it's just been amazing to watch him. Uh, it's so it's really made me fall in love with just like, I don't know, doing life with kids and mm-hmm. being there for them and uh, meeting them where they are at uh, instead of preaching at them, like talking yeah. to them. How's <laughs> how's school? Yeah, you know, let's. What do you think about you know mm-hmm. Jonah chapter four? And like, sure. let's talk about it. Um, so yeah, even if I was doing radio. Uh, I feel like in some degree, I'd love to just be involved with the youth ministry in whatever church I was in. Um, Same with tech on Mm -hmm. Sunday mornings. If there's a sound guy, like I want to be there. Um, So I'm really excited for the future. Learned a lot in the past two years. Yeah. And we got one more left. So. Which is just wild. Yeah. 
Time will fly. If no one's told you that, everyone told me that. Yeah. Everyone told me time was going to fly. Yeah. And I was like, I know, I know. But I didn't know it was going to fly this quickly. Yeah, but they said it would. Yeah. And I just, I was like, yeah, ha ha, time flies all the time. My dad told me that when I was 12. <laughs> and uh, here we are. Mm-hmm. Next semester is senior year and we are gone. Really depressing. And I will forever cherish this place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this has been our second home, if not like our home. Yeah. No, it's an interesting time once you realize you start calling this place home. Yeah. Yeah. I just got off work. Now I'm going home. And then you're like, what? Wait. (laughs) I mean, I'm in school. Uh, (laughs) uh, What do I call this place? (laughs) It feels like home. That's what's so interesting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we talked in episode uh, three church about having community outside of here, whether it's at work or church, Mm -hmm. people who are doing real life outside of here. It's because when I went to community college before Moody, school was just a separate thing. Yeah. Like I went to work and then I went home and then Mm -hmm. I drove to school and I had homework and I went home and I did my homework. Yeah. But when you go to school out of town and you live there... You know, you go home to your dorm room and you do homework. So it's a little bit of a different world. That's, that's why community outside of Moody can be valuable. Yeah. Um, whether you have family nearby or church community or a job off campus, it can, mm-hmm. I think it could be truly invaluable to your experience. So yeah. It reminds you that there's life after Moody and there's life outside of Moody and we can <laughs> <laughs> we can get locked up in a, in a Moody bubble sometimes and forget. But Yeah. Just from like conversations I've had with friends of just moody can be such a bubble. It can. And we need to make sure that we're intentional about getting outside of it. Yeah, sure. That's all. That's all I had. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it really helps you focus mm-hmm. on the big picture and understand like, oh crap, like I have to be a normal person when I leave here. And like, <laughs> what does that mean? That means that. I'm not going to be at Moody forever. It's so easy to get locked into a routine and just feel like, yeah, this is life and I'm going through the motions Mm -hmm. and these are my classes and these are my friends. There comes a time where I'm going to step out this door and I'm not going to have this community. I'm not going to have these professors and I'm not going to have these mentors and I need to cherish every moment right now and I need to take advantage Mm -hmm. of the the amazing people I have around me because the second I step out that door, I'm going to realize just how great this community was and just how blessed I was to be a part of it. Naturally, I think we just make places home and we get into routines. Uh, but then we, once we step outside of them, we realize how great they were to us. It reminds me of that um, quote from the office. office. Yeah, I wish there was a way to... Yep. Realize you were in the good old days before you actually yep. left them. Andy says that. That's been rolling around in my head a lot the last few weeks, thinking about, you know, junior year coming to a close pretty soon and entering into senior year and then thinking about, oof, after Moody. Like, yeah. Just reminiscing over the last few years, like, wow, well, these are the good old days, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So. And they're. You know, it doesn't have to stop. It's just going to look a little different. Yep. And it's really cool seeing these kids come in here. Like I did FYE last semester. Seeing kids come in here and 
they're already ahead of the game mm-hmm. more than I was when I first started, like getting plugged in with the Brosis, finding sure. a church, um, getting locked in in community. Uh, and they might be 19, 20, 21, mm-hmm. 23. And I, I would just hope to say to everyone, like, if you're already doing some of that stuff, that's amazing. It took me a while to get settled in. It took me a while to call this place home. It took me a while to get comfortable, to take risk, yeah, to be okay with failing, um, and to make this place home and to be intentional um, reaching out for other friendships and relationships. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm a little behind the game too because I'm 25. So when I look at when I look at younger kids, kids <laughs> who are 21 and 22. Hey, now those aren't uh, kids. <laughs> <laughs> and they've already made such great progress. Like, I get so excited for them mm-hmm. because you could graduate and leave here and struggle to figure out what you're doing for four to five years, and you'd still be perfectly okay. You've got nothing but time. You're so young. Take it one day at a time. Figure out what, what God has instilled in you, what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And what you'd like to do and stop stressing about what you think you need to do or have to do mm-hmm. or have to be and just figure out who you are during your time at Moody and who do yeah. you want to be. Good stuff. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. I wish I had prepared something, you know. Oh, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Was that all just off the cuff? Oh, that was just riffing, yeah. I We've been riffing for the past 20 minutes. <laughs> I feel like we have been, yeah. I don't prepare these things. I just go, you know. Um, As we always say, save it for the podcast. Yeah, I mean, we set fences, but then we go, so. Right, we set fences. Mm-hmm. Fences are important. Fences protect us. Yep. They do. <laughs> I could go on for another 20 minutes for that, but we'll save that for another okay. episode. <laughs> we'll wrap up today's episode with that. Um, Fences are important. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are people out there that know exactly what I mean when I say that. That's what that's all I'm I saying. I just think of my sheep. That's yes, totally- yes, but exactly shepherds yes. and fences. Yes, you get it. I do. Fences no, but literally, good. I think of like the sheep that my family had growing up. But okay, right. I, I get right. What you're I just mean there's some theological implications. I, I, yeah, I get the there. theological implications. <laughs> just in my head, I can't get the picture of me. Even if you're of gonna be consecrated, these are some oh, things. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <clears throat> I get the point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. I'm excited. I may not know you personally. But I'm excited to watch you anyway. Moody students are beautiful and special. I just hope that you feel loved and you have people around you who want to see you grow and want to direct you the path uh, down the path that God has for you. So just be okay with failing. Try new things. Uh, listen to the, the upperclassmen and the mentors that God has placed in your life and the professors, and you'll figure it out, man. I'm excited uh, for you. I know people in your life are too. We're in college to figure these things out. So people ask you where you're going. Don't stress too much. All right. (laughs) This is your friends, Justin and Eva. We'll be back with another episode shortly. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. Bye. Bye.